Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Did you write your five rapid fire questions? No, I'm just gonna go off the top of the dome. All right, well, don't take any of mine. Oh my God, we're back. Are we? Uh, uh, yeah, I think so. Oh. <laughs> I'm glad I took a shower today. Uh, I did not. <laughs> it's the hat and no headphones. <laughs> well, I'm really excited to be back. It's been since last summer that we yeah. have uh, done the Keep Wicked Loud podcast, and it's been a busy year. It has. It's, uh, uh, on the last episode, we talked about the fact that we were buying a bar. Oh, we did. And we still are running said bar. Yes, we bought the bar. Waco. So we bought the bar. We've been running the bar. It's been all sorts of great events and have been some put on there. Okay ones. Yeah, some, some okay ones. <laughs> we'll let you be the judge. You should come to it. Um, but yeah, it's been a, it's been a wild kind of I would say eight months of just kind of running our own venue, yeah. uh, learning the uh, tricks and the uh, tricks of the trade. The as tricks they say. of the trade. Um, learning things like people like Valentine's Day mm -hmm. and Harry Potter and Harry Potter and, and, and kind of the, the balancing act of, um, all the lessons learned with that. Um, and so, yeah, it's been, it's been good. Yeah. We just got out of the throes of Valentine's Day, <laughs> uh, in, in real time here. I officially hate Valentine's Day. <laughs> <laughs> officially. Um, but I think one thing that, you know, we've really um, championed still with Keep Wake Go Loud, but, and also Stay Classy is just continuously putting on those different types of events, not only at Stay Classy. Um, we've still done some shows at Brotherwell and Freight um, in the meantime, and, you know, just kind of really honing in on uh, amplifying the music scene here yeah. as much as we can. Um, I think that the music scene has kind of taken on its it's its own life now, which is great. It really has. Um, I, if you really think back to like what our original mission was with Keep Like Allowed, I think that we've kind of evolved past that now where, you know, now you have these pockets of musicians who are putting on successful shows and there are shows everywhere now. And especially in the downtown Specifically, area. Uh, I really wanted to say how cool it was to see that Eddie Droz put on that show at Brotherwell and, um, it, it was kind of like a throwback to a Keep Wake Go Loud style. It was his own style. I mean, he had Scuba Valley out there <laughs> throwing <laughs> gifts to the crowd, like being just this, that scumbag that he is. Uh, and he was the host of the event. It was, it was just so amazing um, to, to see an event like that get put on. Um, yeah, absolutely. Also at Brotherwell. I had a lot of fun at that show. And, you know, I was talking with David, who owns Brotherwell, who co-owns Brotherwell. And, you know, it, he kind of talked about how, you know, the doing the show with us kind of let them dip their toes into having shows like that and continuing to have shows like that. And, you know, that's exactly what Waco needs. Waco needs, you know, uh, venue owners who are willing to kind of go out of their own comfort zone. Yeah, take a chance and go out of their comfort zone. Um, 
And uh, yeah, I, I think it's I think it's been amazing um, what uh, has been happening the past two and a half, three years. Yeah. Well, before we bring on our uh, first guest, uh, what was your favorite event so far that we put on at Stay Classy? Oh, that's hard. Yeah. Um, other than my birthday party. Yeah, that was good. <laughs> yeah, um, one of the benefits of being a bar owner is you get to shut down the bar for your birthday, which <laughs> is a little self-serving, but you know what? Hey, and, you know, just don't do it all the time. Every now and again, treat like yourself. Like once a year, <laughs> like for my birthday. Um, no, I, other than that, I would definitely say the first Harry Potter event that we did. Yeah. Um, it was really cool to have a bunch of people come to the bar that are just as obsessed as I am, have a really good time. Um, it was absolutely insane. We had um, a line almost to the door at yeah. capacity. We were not prepared. For we were not prepared for that. Um, and that has kind of led us to do uh, Harry Potter trivia once a month, which is every week, every time it's been great. Yeah. We have another one this week. That's right. Another one next month when you probably are seeing this. Yeah, so. This week being the week of Valentine's Day. <laughs> um, what about yeah, you? Man, I would probably say um, that Harry Potter night, the first one, definitely. It was kind of like the first time we saw the bar kind of working um, at its full capacity. Um, well, you know what? I'm, I'm going to say that's a, that's a cheap answer. I'm sorry. You, you I, that was the me. answer I already had in my head. <laughs> it's um, just like when we order dinner together, you always pick what I pick. Um, and, <laughs> and then just, uh, I'll bank a second one. It would be the, uh, return of open mic, the masterclass one yes. that we did with Cam KT. Um, and I will say, uh, the week of the 21st, uh, we're doing our, uh, masterclass um, open mic again. So it's a monthly thing now, not every uh, third a, Monday a weekly thing. And uh, I believe we have Ben Atkins. Uh, so that's going to be cool. You're probably going to have already been to the event by the time this episode comes out. So uh, feel free to comment. Just on. make sure you come every third Monday, yeah, every third there Monday, there's going to be a new artist. And um, that's kind of the key every third Monday, you know, every Monday we have a couple people come in, haven't gotten the news yet. So every third Monday, Come in, open mic masterclass. It's definitely a different format. Mm -hmm. um, it's more of a um, centers around one main performer who gets several performance slots. Um, and then they are interviewed and, you know, we dive into about who they are and their craft and what they've learned. Um, all while there's still being about 10 open mic slots in between those. Yeah. So it's a whole kind of immersive experience. And I, I really enjoyed the last one. And I'm looking forward to all the future ones that we have. Well, on that note, let's take a small break and then let's bring on the coveted guest. <laughs> The one, the only prescription. Thanks for coming on Thank for you. our return episode, bro. Appreciate you. It felt, uh, it felt kind of necessary. You know what yeah. I mean? It's like you've been there since the beginning. We've yeah. done so much stuff together. Day one. Um, literally day one. Yeah. Uh, when he was very mistaken on what Keep Wake Alive meant, <laughs> which we won't go into. I mean, whatever. <laughs> or I mean, we can. You, you definitely did did your job with that logo. You got you got the the word out there with the logo for sure for sure. First time I seen it, I, I was like, what? 
is. I'm good at a good guerrilla marketing campaign, which we'll go into with you in a second. Um, But if somebody doesn't know who you are, which I really highly doubt, but let's just pretend the person. It is a big world. Um, Let's pretend somebody doesn't know who you are. Tell us a little bit about who you are and where you're from. Oh, man, I am from a. I'm actually from a little small town outside of Waco called uh, West. It's probably West like, Comma, yeah, Texas. West Comma, Texas. We call it the Comma. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Trojan Town. Um, we got about four thousand people there, so it's it's pretty small. Waco's the biggest city closest to us, so Waco is is was the city. We was the town. They was the city. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, um, I guess growing up at a certain point, um, you know, very young teenage, we was just like. Waco was the spot. We would just always find our way to Waco, you know what I mean? For miscellaneous reasons, none of them good. <laughs> um, that was me when I went to West. None a, of them it was were a good. Different time. Yeah, yeah I, hey, I understand. <laughs> um, and yeah, I meant Waco was really my first glimpse at seeing, like, uh, I mean, being from Texas, we grew up on, like, tons of independent artists that, um, that, that was doing it. Like, we grew up on people like Swisher House and stuff like that, that, like, the quality of music sounded like they did it themselves. You know what I mean? Like it was low quality and everybody was on. It was like, man, we could probably do this. And then like seeing Waco, uh, first time I seen like Hustler E and T Tokens, um, I'm like, oh, okay, like people are out here, the two five four street bosses, a whole bunch of people. I'm like, oh, okay, so um it just kinda made me wanna just, you know, do what I do, I guess, and just tap in and just try to figure out who, you know, who is you and what are you doing, what can I do and how blah, blah, blah. And um I guess I always freestyled at like parties and stuff like that, you know, so um, rapping was always there and it just, I don't know, it just kind of was, it's just what I did. You bought, I you bought yeah. into the lifestyle. Yeah, yeah, I just kind of like found my way in there. I feel like that's my strong point is uh, is like networking and, and talking to people. Like I've always been good at at like finding my way in places. Like, man, you can drive, they were like my, my, my family is saying, man, you can drop me off in any city and I'm going to be all right. Like I'm, 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 I'm going to figure it out. I believe that whole yeah, I actually agree with that too. <laughs> yeah. We're going to pull it off. We're going to find somebody who I know, or I know somebody that knows this, but like it, it, it always works itself out. And if not good people tend to generate, uh, gravitate towards good people. Yeah. So yeah that's a fact. Waco I, has been great like that too. I mean, yeah. just since the beginning of what we were doing, you helped us gravitate to a lot of people. Like you, you, you had your own gravitational pull, and uh, you, you, you introduced us to a lot of people. I think that what's really cool about what you do is you're not afraid. Um, you're definitely not afraid of rejection. You're not afraid of any of those things because what's the worst thing that somebody's gonna say is no, ignore you, don't respond. Yeah, we're you know, shooting all shots. <laughs> all shots are shot with all shots are shot. Yeah. Shoot shots. Nah, anyway. I'll take it. I'll take it. <laughs> no, but like I mean, just from the beginning, you reached out to us made it, you know, and that connection happened. Then you reached out to Lindsay when we did a thing with Lindsay. And then next thing you know, the hip hop doc is happening. You know, uh, the other day you reached out to Fiona regarding South by Southwest. I mean, it's just always like these like moments where you're like, let's make a connection. Here are the reasons why we should connect, why we should collab. These are the benefits. It's a professional. I mean, it's just like, it's, it's really smart. Yeah. Um, I mean, there's, there's, there's power in numbers and it's, it's, you know what I'm saying? There's always a bigger picture. And, and if everything collectively moves further than everybody that's that's working hard is going to move further at the same time so you know i'm all about that i'm all about connecting the dots <laughs> I, I i feel like there's not really much you can there's not much anybody has ever accomplished with one person it, it always takes a, yeah. a, a well, squad of people what do they team. say uh if you want to go fast go alone if you want to go far go in a group yeah yeah that that's actually why humans have uh, evolved as much as they have <clears throat> is because our true. our uh, ability to want to be together in a group you know it's a uh, power in numbers, get a lot more done, more brains at the table, more diverse. Yeah. Um, 
uh, ideas and yeah. And oh. then uh, a, a lot of that stuff I just like, like giving artists opportunities to perform and practice their craft and 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 bringing people together, like events. I, li- I like I like events. I like uh, I'm not I like throwing events. I like getting the people together and making it happen. Um, there's something about bringing people together and everybody having a good time, and it's all centered around music. It's just you know it's just a good feeling. So yeah, I, I of course if you could pick anything to do, you know what I'm saying. I, I like that. <laughs> There's less fun things to do, so. Yeah, and yeah. no, I, I, exactly. Like that, those are the things that we love to do, and I think that's one of the reasons why we mesh well together is because we just like doing things, and I love when it's centered around music. And there's something about music that, no matter what genre you're into, um, there's something about being around music when people are having a good time and the vibes that are in the air, and just like, yeah, maybe it's not something I would listen to on Spotify. And I'm not, I'm not saying like hip hop, I'm saying more like, you know, even at a, like a super red dirt country, you know, concert, like I wouldn't normally pick that on Spotify, but when I'm at a show, yeah. it's yeah. awesome. Like, I love it. I love that like energy and makes me want to put on a cowboy hat and learn yeah. how to two-step. Yeah, which, which, <laughs> which live music, see, to me, live music is, is amazing. And that's one of the things like uh, that's why I like performing with the band Prescription and Friends. I feel like the live music will take somebody who isn't necessarily a hip hop fan or doesn't really want to give it that performance listen because uh, hip hop performances sometimes can lag luster. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so they 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 might not want to give it a chance, but when you got the band behind it, they're for sure gonna give it yeah. a chance. You're and seeing the guy yeah, push the keys, yeah, the, stroke the, the guitar, music is, is, is kicking something the drum. Different. Is, is it's like the halftime show yeah. that we just watched at the Super Bowl. Yeah. You know, it's all these like uh like iconic you know '90s, early 2000s you know, um, artists. And when, I mean, they had full on bands and it was, I mean, absolutely amazing. If you didn't like it, you're boring. (laughs) So like, like that, that's kind of what made me want to start throwing events again around here was like, I had, I used to throw events a long time ago, uh, around centered around my birthday. Um, and I would throw a big event once a year. And at that time it was so hard to throw shows. We were getting taxed on the venues and everything. Like it was, it was, didn't really make sense. And then after all those years of not doing a show, I went out to a show at Old Digs and it was a rock show. Yeah. And it was like, you know, I'm not even like a, like, I mean, rock music is, I don't have anything against rock music. It's just not like I listen to mainly hip hop, you know yeah. what I'm saying? And I like, one of my favorite bands is Sublime, but they're still like got a lot of hip hop in them. You know what I mean? Sure. And, uh, but I, I went to this show and it was like all the bands seeing them live. It was just different. I'm like, man, everything from the punk bands, Rad Dragon, all the way up to like the metal bands, like the Sea by the Fall. And I was like, man, like Those guys all, are so good. all of it, like all, all of them was just amazing. Um, uh, and I can't even remember who all played that show, but I know that was the show. I watched that show, and I was like, uh, I told him afterwards, I said, hey, man, this is a nice spot. I said, uh, you should let me throw something here. And, you know, because <laughs> there was people there, but I was like, yeah, if y'all think, you're like, let me get some people here. Like, I'll get some people here for sure. And uh, and that kind of just motivated me, you know what I'm saying, to keep back in. So shout out Live Music. Yeah, yeah shout I out Old Digs. I wonder if we were at the same show. I mean, we probably I, were, because uh, it was were. that same catalyst was, moment for us. Yeah, yeah, Old Digs was definitely that moment, and uh, we... <sighs> Rest in peace, old digs. I miss it. But you know, I'm glad we don't have to drive all the way out to uh, Golson. So. Big facts. Big facts. Big facts. Um, well, okay. Let's let's talk about what you're working on right now. I mean, you've uh, you've you've really done something pretty amazing here very very recently. Uh, right now, we're pushing the This Is Change EP. Uh, just came out. I've been releasing music. Um, mainly mixtape music until a few years ago. Then we switched to original. I've been releasing music 17 years, I guess. Wow. Um, and this is my first, this is actually like my debut project. It's actually all original. It's all solo. Like it's not, doesn't have any features on it. It's just me. Um, 
And so I have a whole bunch of stuff in the can, but I just felt like this needed to come first. It really showed a whole lot of growth and everything. So I, I wanted to put it out there. And, um, man, we just we put a whole lot into the promotion of this, more so than any project before, and we really learned a lot. And uh, I'm definitely um, still learning. I got a lot more work to do. We're going to push it all year. We're not stopping here. Um, but I'm just trying to do the most I can and uh, gain as much knowledge as possible because uh, I feel like, you know, we're the more we learn, the better we'll be to execute it next time. And I feel like we're on to it. We're figuring it out. Like, yeah. We're figuring it out. You're figuring out piece. the algorithm, we're man. We're figuring it out, man, <clears throat> piece by piece. You know what I mean? Because that's all that, like, record labels do. They just know the algorithm, and they know exactly how to push, and they know exactly where to push at what time. And that's how they get people. That's how people go viral. I feel like I, I feel like promotion is is slept on in the music world by artists because they don't really understand the full power of it. Sure. Like, um, there's not anybody that doesn't promote. There's not anybody yeah. that doesn't have commercials. There's not anybody that doesn't. Everybody promotes. Everybody has to advertise. So if you're just making music and you're dry dropping music, you're only gonna go so far unless you look out and catch the algorithm. But even still, once yeah. you do that, somebody's gonna come back behind it and they're gonna put some organization behind it and they're gonna do it right. Put that promotion, that machine behind it. So um, with this, we just took a whole different approach. I'm like, not trying to dry drop anything. So this was our first experiment of, of, of what we could do. And we did a whole bunch of pre-promotion building up to the drop and i think that's what landed us on the itunes charts initially yeah. um what number did you guys top off at? We, my guy he knows all the questions to ask. <laughs> we, uh, uh, we hit the highest spot we got we was on there for three and a half days so half a week um before we got knocked off and we made it to number three uh holy album crap. on rap hip-hop and number 23 album in all genre that's so incredible. Yeah, man. So I appreciate it. We not many people can say that's happened, man. No. We're gonna try to do it again. And look at that. And again. <laughs> <laughs> you, yeah. You've got a formula here. Now you're you're cooking, man. Yeah, you're, so you're in the kitchen. I, I feel like I put so much into the pre-release to build up to get us there. That was my goal. My goal was like, okay, well, my goal is to make it onto the iTunes charts. So we achieved that goal. As soon as I hit that goal, and I was like Watching everything going on and learning more of how charts work and all this other mm -hmm. stuff, I'm like, mm, my goal should have been to stay on the charts for a week. You know what I'm saying? Like that that holds a lot more weight in the number world. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Definitely. So um, going going into it next time, I definitely have. Uh, there definitely should be, you know, being independent. We don't have a big budget, but we definitely should um, focus more of our budget on the actual release and that week after instead of all that pre and we learned at this time so you know we might deluxe edition or something and rerun it you know what i'm saying absolutely i know that there's um um so i just know this through like my brother who has successfully like got onto some really big spotify playlists before yeah. um there is a like a and i do not know the actual method behind it but i know that there's ways to like submit your music to certain playlists mm -hmm. and then once that gets accepted i mean when the, people just sit there and hit play. I hit, hit play on indie pop all the time. Yeah. I don't ever like yeah. really listen to it. Your little brother pops into my ears all yeah. the time. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, when I hit play on those things, like it's one of those like that could be life changing too, you yeah, know, sure, or sure. you could just get like a lot of listens out of it. Um, but it's the staying power, I think, that yeah. really just. So w with the charts that we hit, the iTunes charts, the, the way that we, that was our target because um, you know, today it takes a lot of streams to equal to equal something. Right. Um, but we we targeted sales. So instead of targeting 
um, streams with targeted sales, which means the market for sales these days is way smaller. More people oh, are streaming yeah. music than actually yep. buying music. Like I bought your, I bought it just for you. Thank <laughs> you. Thank you. So Wait, we um, both, now we both have the album. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so like, like in doing that, with the you know, um, people don't understand if you spend that. Well, I think it was four ninety nine. If you spend the four ninety nine, that's essentially like you listening the day that that comes out and that sale goes through. That's like you listening to that album 1,500 times that day. Wow. Oh. You know what I mean? So, like, sales are way different. Um, so that was that that was our target and, and that's what we went after. And that's how that's how I, I was confident that we would that we had a good chance of landing there, you know what I'm saying? Because we had the sales behind it. I was doing the thing where we were real guerrilla marketing. We were messaging people, they're messaging back, we're responding with, you know, asking them a question if they blah, 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 and then they respond and then we send them the link and then I get a screenshot from them and then I add them to the list. And so like, I wasn't even counting people unless I got a screenshot from them. Cause you know, people, people be capping, people be capping. Sure. So like, <laughs> Wait, so you're saying I didn't get into the, the drawing because I didn't send you a screenshot. Rude. <laughs> I, I would have given you $10, man. <laughs> of the four ninety nine, how much do you get to keep? Um, Probably close to about four, you know what I'm saying? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. there's always close like fees and yeah, stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, Good yeah, to know. For sure, for sure, for sure. Cl close to four. But um, just just the numbers is what was more important to me, being able to jump up on there. You know what I mean? Like to me, that was uh, that that shows something. Let's, let's people know, okay, somebody's out here, they're doing something. And we actually stayed on the Amazon top ranking for like over a month. Dang. We were up there for over a month uh, wow. um, before we finally fell off of that. So shout out Amazon. I don't really know how... How all the algorithms work, but we're using the pocket this time, man. You know man, I mean? that's incredible. At least Jeff Bezos is writing you a check this time and not the all. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so why don't we take a quick little break? Okay. Um, and then when we come back, we're going to talk a little bit more about the future um, and a little bit more of a little fun moment with yeah, you. I think we're going to listen to an ad about that boat that Mike is still trying to sell. No, I think he sold it. Did he sell that boat? I think so. No. All right. Well, I thought he made a video for it. Uh, whatever. All right. Uh, here's an ad. All right, so uh, we're back. Um, I don't know why Mike didn't play that boat ad. Yeah, it's kind of weird. Kind of mean. Um, but, um, I'm really excited to still have prescription here with us. Um, why don't you tell us just a little bit more about what's for the future? So you mentioned that there's going to be a TikTok artist. So you're not done with this promotion. You're ready. To, you're you're. Let's yeah. keep yeah, the going. machine is still rolling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'm trying. I'm trying to roll this out all, all year. We got a whole lot of stuff coming. Music videos. Um, we're definitely trying to push cake on TikTok and other platforms that that we feel like will be good for it. Um, so a whole lot of focus going into the EP going going out the rest of the year. So most of my focus is going to that, and the rest of it will be going to the private hip hop brand. Uh, we got a whole lot of stuff going Great. on with that, man. We've been doing uh, live music reviews and shooting. Um, um, private sessions and got more events coming and all kinds of stuff. So um, if it's not about this has changed, but if it's not about the private hip hop, like we're not answering the phone, man. <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, I don't know if you are on TikTok, meaning like, do you watch TikTok videos? Are you familiar with the artist uh, Emily Deal? I think is her name. Uh -huh. So she kind of reminds me of like the female version of you in a different uh, genre, completely in the way that she She's does her beard. marketing. 
Same beard. No, she does not have a beard. She's a very attractive woman. Um, but she is hey. like, <laughs> she ha- she is very much like the way she pushes herself. One time she literally got this giant banner. I mean, when I say giant, I mean like probably 30, 40 foot banner and like hung it off the side of a bridge yeah. that just said stream. I almost like, did that. I oh, know, no right? Like That's just awesome. like, like stream this. And like she uh, got in the back of a truck and drove around in like LA traffic, which is really, really slow. <laughs> um, And was performing in the back of her truck uh. with a big banner that said like, so she's singing her single. Uh. Um, And I mean, you got to look her up. She's, she's actually really funny. And um, there's probably some opportunities to do that with yeah. the traffic here. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, <laughs> <laughs> There's, I mean, it's just, it was just really funny. Like her, like again, guerrilla yeah. style marketing campaign. She would take um, like mean comments on TikTok and turn them into uh, like fake Rolling Stone covers. So one comment was, because she made a music video, which she learned the whole thing backwards. Like she performed it in reverse so that she could. And so the comment was, did you just do that entire thing? So we had to stare at your ass. And so like, that was like the, like, thing on the Rolling Stone and she's just like holding her butt. <laughs> but it was just, it's, it's, she's, she's really funny and very talented. And, um, I think a lot of times people could come off as like, Oh, you just seem desperate. It's like, no, she's not desperate. She's just decided this is what I want and yeah. this is what I'm going to do. Yeah. And I think that is admirable. And it's like, yeah, man, manifest your own destiny, you know, yeah. like, do it. Uh, you you, you got to put the most in. That's the thing. That's the difference between the people that want it and people that don't. I tell people that all the time. Like, I know a bunch of people that make music and, you know, that's cool and, and good music is good music. But, like, at the end of the day, like, you hear all the people that made it and all their stories and stuff. Like, when they talk about, like, sleeping in their car, not having yeah. no money and, like, do you know, <clears> all that, like. Never giving up. They, they did the process. You got to do the process. You can't halfway do the process. You can't Performing skip. Performing in strip yeah, balls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you, 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 you can't skip the process. You can't jump the line. Like, you have to do the work. The universe ain't going to let you just get it. You you got to do the work. And if you get it, you got to make up for the work. <laughs> you know what I'm Extend your hand down, too, and make sure no, you're for sure, pulling for sure. someone up. When you Even Brad up. Pitt had to dress up like a chicken one time when he was, like, really poor, like, trying to make it as you an actor. And he was, like, a little he had to dress up like a chicken he was a sign spinner is that why he dressed up as a chicken in uh the um uh shoot what's the movie johnny knoxville movies i have Uh, no idea jackass Jackass. he he made an appearance and it was just a guy in a chicken suit riding a skateboard and it just said brad pitt and everyone's like yeah right it's not brad pitt and then at the end of the scene, he takes the head off and it's Brad Pitt. Yeah. So his, one of his first jobs when he moved to L.A., he was like really young, was uh, dressing up like a chicken. And that's so funny. That I didn't know that. Was, yeah. That's funny. That's funny. You said about her hanging the, the banner off the bridge. I was thinking about doing that on the university bridge over oh. there where they walk. Man, they'd be traffic stopped there every day. Oh, and yeah. then do it as a QR code because yeah. if it stopped traffic, yeah. you could just. Oh, the one that's on. Uh, um, by that H E B too. That walking. That's, that's what I'm talking about. That's the one yeah, you're talking about. about. Oh, University yeah. be right there. Ah, uh, yeah, I got you. Or maybe like a random Q R code, like a gorilla Q R code that's just all over the place. No words, nothing. But every mm. time you do, it's a pre save button. Mm. It just automatically. Yeah, there was that Super Bowl ad. Hey, that's just I'm, that QR I'm, I'm, code. I'm a QR code believer. We got QR codes for everything. Thanks, COVID. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, QR codes are the truth. And we, we did a whole bunch of stuff like that. A little different. Like we did billboards this this time. We did. We had three billboards. Two in Waco. That was impressive. Uh, one off thirty five. I appreciate it. I feel like, I feel like the billboards are cool. The billboards win. Like I, I knew, the, I knew the billboards would be received well. But the best thing about the billboards is posting about the billboards. No, I was a hundred percent going to say the billboard 
is cool and all. Yeah. But posting about the po- billboard. And, and, and we got drone footage <laughs> of all of them that are going to be in this clip stuff coming up that we got coming. In. And it's like it's the actual footage and posting about it did way more. Like I got people in all the way down there, like blogs, like popular blogs in the hip hop scene have been calling me and talking like, Oh yeah, these billboards and blah blah like they see that they they understand that it because billboards in their city are are three thousand dollars right mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying so like bro how you got three like they don't understand so um yeah yeah we we we're definitely trying to keep trying new things like that <laughs> that's amazing man well let's go ahead and uh, wrap up the show we yeah. got some questions for you man wrap up the show with our rapid fire questions oh, so I'm we're gonna go back and forth just kind of like you know learn a little bit more about you but a little bit more about like like what's your, you know, more about you than you would just talk about right now. So Can um, we call this uh, section the rapid fire, like W-R-A-P-I-T. Rapid fire. <laughs> what? Rapid <laughs> fire. Come on. It's good. We'll, we'll workshop that later. Yeah, yeah. Uh, all right. We'll so question one, if you could collaborate on a song with anybody, anybody in the, in the universe that is alive, let's be realistic. Who would it be? Anybody? Yes. Hmm. Mike Dean. Okay. Producer from Texas who now produces for everybody from Kanye and everybody else. But he was a big piece of the Texas sound. Um, he produced some of my favorite stuff from Texas. And now he's produced some of everybody's favorite stuff because he does mainstream stuff. But Mike Dean. All right. Okay. Mike sure. Dean. Uh, so you watched the Super Bowl, right? Yeah. Okay, great. Uh, how, what did what did you think of that halftime show? Amazing. I actually went back and rewatched it today, and I get like I feel like today it even hit me even better because I was like not surrounded by people, and it was just like me watching it, like you know yep, what I mean? Yep. Yeah. Like today, I was like, man, like it's crazy because I did a thing one time where you named the three albums that it, that I would take, and one of them is the Chronic Two Thousand One. Oh, so like yeah, they're, they're killing it. Yeah, man. Know? So my question is, who do you think should have also been on that stage? Um, who should have also been on that stage? Tupac. <laughs> oh well, come of, on. Of course, man. Of course, there would have been nobody better to be there but Tupac. Um, alive. Mm, alive. Nah, man. It's. You think uh, it was a perfect? It was a perfect selection I, of choices. I think. I mean, uh, to be honest with you. Mary J. Blige wasn't really like a, I mean, I understand a, a female and a singer, yep. and, and she's legendary, of course, not taking sure. it away from her. Yeah. But like in that group of people, I just didn't really see the tie there, except for like some Dr. Dre production, maybe. Yeah. Um, um, but no, nah, yeah, I think you you're right. Was, Tupac, Tupac, you can't add nobody. I mean, if, if Tupac could have been there, it, it, it would have been it would have been game over. They should have hologrammed him. Over. No, like, I, know, I was thinking like, that. Coming. I was <laughs> thinking that it was gonna happen. Yeah. <laughs> Next question, Katie. All right. If any, if anybody could be featured on one of your songs, anybody like any popular artist like came and said, "Hey, I want to do kind of like a remix and be, you know, do a feature on one of the songs." Who would it be? Two Chains. Okay. Yeah, Excellent two choice. Two Chains is is amazing. He's fire. It's okay. a solid answer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What you got? Okay. Uh, what restaurant in Waco are we sleeping on that we need to know about? Mm, what restaurant are y'all sleeping on? We can say McLennan County. Yeah, McLennan County. Nah, man, we're gonna stick in Waco. I, I'll be. Oh man, mm, it's tough. You can name more than one if you like. Nah, man. I, I say the thing that I've been going after the most here lately is whatever the pizza place is in Union Hall. What's it called? Oh, um, oh gosh, is it Slice Village? Slice Village, something like that. That pizza is good, bro. The veggie pizza from there, the veggies, the the whatever it is, it's just all the veggies. Yeah, on there. man, it is fire. Yeah, I really, <laughs> I really, really like Sam, that who uh, runs that, is a 
He's a cool guy. Yeah, yeah, really, Jacob really definitely like eats that a lot. Yeah, yeah. You, got, you, gotta get the, you gotta get the veggie one, bro. The veggie one. Yeah, All right, I'm on it. I'm hungry really now. Good. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, next question would be, uh, who are you listening to right now? Ooh, right now? Mm. Um, a lot of, like, positive uh, stuff, I guess. Like, um, I listen to, like, Ty Virtus. You know what I'm talking about? Uh, how you say his name? And, like, um, this new dude um, I be seeing online, his name like uh, Anise or Aness or something like that. <laughs> I don't even know how to say his name. But he be going hard to listen to him, like, every day right now. Um, and then, of course, like, my my – my favorites, like I, I've, I, I always jam a lot of Maxo Cream. He's from Houston. I jam a lot of Maxo Cream. Um, but to be honest, man, actually, man, if I'm gonna be honest, those are the people I would play that aren't really from like local. But if I'm gonna be honest, the main stuff I listen to is people that have been sending stuff into the reviews and previews. Okay. Oh, no cap. No kidding. No cap. Like, like I've been riding around listening to Lamar is gone. He's somebody who won a private session. His music is amazing. I've been riding around jamming uh, Drew Santana. None of his music is even out yet. I've been riding around jamming. Um, um, young Ace and um, Northside Nino and it's AB and everybody who's been sending in to the reviews and previews like if they got hard music like I add it to my playlist I ride around and jam it because it's something about music that not everybody knows is always fired to me and then just the fact that they sent it and I actually took the time to listen to it I'm real bad about not taking the time to listen to music you know what I'm saying yeah. like new music comes out all the time and I never get to check it out like it has to come across somewhere for me to make contact <laughs> for them to be like oh yeah that's fire you know what I'm saying I'm never just like going out listening to stuff so to sit down doing reviews and previews we do them twice a week live and we get tons of submissions 20 30 40 submissions we get, we get a lot of submissions so I'm always getting new music and I would say that is in the past three weeks that's what I've been listening to the most for Amazing. sure for sure for sure, cool. for sure. all right Go a little bit quicker with the rapid fire. What was your first concert? Oh, uh, my first concert? Ooh. Ah. Ooh, who was my first concert? <laughs> Damn. Um. Mm. Brooks and Dunn. <laughs> my man, dashboard confessional. <laughs> man, it's, it's got it's got to be somebody country, right? I mean, I guess I'm from West, so, you know what I'm saying? Frozen we got, at West, we got West Fest. Come on, man. I've been going to West Fest since I was an infant. Uh, McBride and the Ride. Yeah, like, <laughs> mm, I, I, the first one that I, like, remember, that I remember being like, oh, yeah, this is live, would probably be, like, when I was old enough to move around on my own, you know, 19 with my own vehicle and moving around going places. Mm. I would say um, there was one year at the, we used to go to the Heat Wave every year. We used to go to Heat Wave every year. It was a big car show, huge car show. They used to have a big concert. They don't really do the concert like that, like they used to, but, uh. Man, the Heat Wave, uh, one, like the first year I went to the Heat Wave show, there was all kinds of people out there. Most of them Texas, but tons of people out there. And uh, that was super loud. I seen Ice Cube and everybody out there. What? <laughs> yeah, 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 Like the Heat Wave was a big show. That's super, awesome. super dope. Yeah. All right. Final question. Favorite cartoon as a kid? <laughs> oh, favorite cartoon as a kid. The hard-hitting questions. Yeah, yeah I only ask the hard-hitting questions. That's the ones. He has the ones. <laughs> My favorite, I mean, Ninja Turtles, for sure, for sure. Oh, for sure, yes. For sure, for sure. Favorite Ninja Turtles. There's turtle. only one answer. Well, Michelangelo. Uh, duh. <laughs> <laughs> I, had, I, I, I still, to this day, have all my Ninja Turtles, bro. Like, Whoa, no uh, way. Yeah, all up. I got the van. I got everything. Oh, yeah, man. No jealous. No I was cat. too poor to uh, have all the toys. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, well, awesome. Well, I really want to kind of close this out by listening to a um, song of yours. All right. Your single, Cake. Uh, would that be all right? Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. Hell yeah, yeah. Let's do it. All right, roll that tape, Mike. Thanks for coming on Prescription. Man, I appreciate y'all. For real, for real.
the podcast is produced by Oni Chan Productions. Our theme music is by Fish Hands. If you like what you hear, you should check them out on Bandcamp. Please be sure to subscribe to this podcast. And if you really like us, give us a five-star rating. You can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, or check out our website where you can buy merch or even see some local events coming up. Thanks again for tuning in. This has been a Rogue Media Podcast. 